Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Impossible Situations. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you today ready for what you have. Father, we know that every day you have something new for us. There's not a day that we go through that you just say, well, I'll just kind of cruise through the day. No, you always want us to grow in you, Father, to be a greater blessing to those around us. We're so thankful. You're a good God and a merciful God. We come ready to apply what you teach us today to our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk about impossible situations. We're going to focus today on what to do in an impossible situation and what we can learn from impossible situations. There is nothing impossible for God except, for example, he cannot lie. But he can help us through our impossible situations. Let's start today in Luke chapter 1 of the New King James Bible. John's birth announced to Zacharias. Verse 5. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Six, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. Folks, let's not miss this important point. They were both righteous before God and walking in all the commandments and ordinances. God will do amazing miracles in the impossible situations for those that live on fire for Him. Bringing that through the cross of Calvary, they were passionate for and living for God and following His word not bending the word to meet the desires of the flesh like so many professed Christians today. Seven, but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. My friends, all of the Bible is inspired by God. When God tells you you and your wife both are well advanced in years, you are old. This is way beyond childbearing years, but God intervened in this impossible situation. 8. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, skipping ahead to 11, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Folks, angels are often involved in impossible situations. And probably many times in your life and mine in the past, We didn't even realize they were there. Twelve, and when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. Thirteen, but the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. Folks, we're talking, of course, about the baby to come, John the Baptist here. Fourteen, And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. My friends, joy and gladness come when we serve the Lord. 15. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Folks, another thing to think about here, sometimes Christians look for what they can get by with and still serve God. But look at this verse. God didn't want John the Baptist to drink alcohol, but instead to be pure for the Lord, to be a pure vessel for the Lord. 16. 
and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. 17. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. 18. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. My friend Zacharias was a smart man. He called himself old, but not his wife. She was just well advanced in years. Are you men listening out there? 19. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. 20. But behold, you will be mute and not be able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. Folks, this is a great example of many in the Bible about how our words can be against God. Zacharias's words could have stopped the miracle baby from coming. Verse 24, Now after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, 25, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among the people. My friends, God did what he said, and the miracle baby John the Baptist arrived. Folks, keep your switch of faith turned on for your miracle and trust God. He is faithful. Now let's go to Daniel chapter 3 in the New King James. Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, Ebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. 17, if that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. My friends, how is that for being in an impossible situation? The king is going to have you thrown into the fiery furnace because you won't worship his false god, and your confession is, my God will deliver us. 18. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Folks, in these end times, many evil politicians and wicked famous people and deceived rich people want us to bow down and serve their god, Satan. We all have to choose to say, no, I serve the one true God. 19. Then Ebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. My friends, that is what the devil tries to do when we say no to him. I'm going to make it worse for you. Seven times worse in this case. Twenty, he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Twenty-one, these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Twenty-two, therefore, because the king's command was urgent, the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Folks, you talk about an impossible situation. Think about the temperature of that furnace. It killed the king's servants that took them up to throw them in. It seemed impossible for them to survive that heat. 23. 
and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. He rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Twenty-five, look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the former of the fourth is like the Son of God. Twenty-six, then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire, then the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together, and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of the fire was not on them. Nebuchadnezzar, in verse 28, spoke and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him, and they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their god. My friends, if we choose to serve God no matter what, then we can see impossible situations turn out for the good, and that includes our seed, our family, praise God. Father, thank you for doing the impossible for your servants. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You are an amazing, wonderful God, Father. We know there's nothing impossible for you. We choose to keep our switch of faith turned on when we have difficult situations in our lives that seem impossible, Father. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember... Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.